Hi, Tato. It's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Clarity's Hash Podcast. Today, we are dressed like big girls. Big girls. Serious business. Yes. Yeah. Big we mean girls, business. little bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we want to talk about a big people issue. Oh. Home ownership. Girls. Oh, I thought retirement. Okay. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yeah, yet. Home far away. ownership. Okay. Wow. Any of you planning to become a homeowner anytime soon? I am a homeowner Azura at the moment. Is right? An okay. owner of a home already. Correct. Congratulations. Woo! You well made it. Done. Made what? Huh? You surpassed yeah. most people of your year no and la. your batch. You checked the box. Um, I think Hazy and I, both of us are not currently homeowners, but we have very different goals. I think Hazy is working towards yes. home ownership. I'm working so hard she towards is. owning my own home. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough journey. She meets her financial advisor like every month to No la. Oh, okay. Every half a year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, I think every Singaporean's goal is to Earn a, uh, is to own a home, am I right? But Actually, for me, it's just so tough. Yeah. Did mm. you know that Singapore has one of the highest home ownership rates right. in the world? You know, and given that we have one of the most expensive property markets as well, right. I think that's very surprising to me. Does that mean we're all rich? Are we? <laughs> How much money? Have? I think that just means that... Not much. <laughs> I also want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just means that Singaporeans work very hard mm. and we save. To, to own our homes. I've heard so many people tell me that BTO is every Singaporean's right. Have you heard of this? Oh. It's called the Singaporean dream. Correct. And, and they think it's our birthright to oh. own a property. Okay. And like, mm. because we have the chance to go for a BTO, we shouldn't be going for anything else. Because BTO is technically the most um, affordable. Mm. Yes. And um, the most, uh, the one that makes most sense. Financial yes. sense mm. and as an asset as well. That's right. It's like, it makes sense the first step. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people out there, like myself, yes. because I'm single mm. and I'm below the age of 35, mm. I cannot go for a BTO. So yeah. I can mm. only go for private properties. And yeah. this is where the problem comes in because I find that in recent years, property prices are just crazy. Yeah, we're talking average 1,005 per square feet, correct? Even higher than that. Correct. Like, just some of the condos I've seen, a small like 600 square feet, 700 mm. square feet, it mm. can go up to like 1.5 to 1.8 million. And yep. to think of that, you have to place a 25% down payment. Yes. That is easily what? Four, $400,000? Correct. And 5% cash, 20% CBF. That's if you have enough CBF. Right. If someone does not have enough CBF, who has that sort of like cash on hand at you know, any given point? You know it's what I mean? something that takes a lot of foresight. I think there are two main groups now, right? The ones who want to own homes and the ones who think, I'll just rent a home for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Actually, that's what I'm doing now. I'm mm. renting a home, but it's of course not for the rest of my life. Like I moved into this new place thinking I'll just shift in for like two months and I'll yeah. head back to my parents, right? Mm. Never happened. I'm there for like two years plus now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it's a good feeling. I love the freedom. I love the space. And like the time away from people just enclosed in my own little cozy area. Mm. It just feels it's great. Nice, yeah. Yeah. But it's I think nice. owning a home comes with it's set of challenges as well. Mm -hmm. What is suitable for you? Mm. What is suitable for your family situation or whatever, you know, relationship situation mm, that you are right. in? And the vacuuming kills me, huh? to be really honest. Hey, you still hey, using the vacuum again. Yeah, you're still using the vacuum cleaner I bought you? Yes! <gasps> Jermaine bought me a vacuum cleaner as a home, uh, as a housewarming gift. Yes. Yeah. I'm still using it. It's the most useful thing in my home, <laughs> you know? Hey. No, you are the most useful thing oh, in your home. Right. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, we grew up, right? Yes. In Singapore, we grew up grew up, our parents owned, their parents owned. 
Right. It was true. a norm to own. Yes. You know, as compared to other countries, other cities, for example, let's say New York City, everybody's renting, right? So we grew up seeing that. And so it's a, uh, you already know, okay, I grew up, I buy. It's the norm. It's the norm. It's what's expected. Yeah, I think it's an Asian kind of mindset because mm. a property is an appreciating asset, right? Mm. Yes. So only if you buy it, your money is not gone down the drain. Especially it's growing. A, a BTO because uh-huh. it's affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, people see it as an asset, as an investment. But I think there's a lot more to owning a house than thinking of it as an asset. Mm. I agree. Mm. Like, um, this is a space for you to spend the next five to ten years, maybe, if you're thinking of selling it in the future. That's true. Right? Yeah. You need this space to be comfortable. It's not just a money-making tool. So ideally, right? Let's say, let's say. Okay, okay. okay. What kind of house do you guys envision yourself in? Oh, my needs are simple. Yes? Sure <laughs> not. My it's needs are el- simple. Elaborate. <laughs> okay. I've bought a house. I am looking at another. Okay. Mm. And there's one thing that I look out for. Like, I realised that back then, it was the same thing. Now, it's the same thing. The most important thing for me is a balcony. Oh. Why is it so important? She likes fresh air. Mm-hmm. You found me sleeping outside how many times? Yeah, yeah. Oh I gosh. found her sleeping on the balcony quite a number of times. She, she likes that little nook. Mm. Yeah, a little nook of a space to mm. herself. Correct. Okay. okay and so balcony I like is the it most outdoors. Important. Okay, so balcony is most important, Zura. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy? For me, I think it's more of, especially if you own a home, right? Mm-hmm. That's not like renting. You can do whatever you want to mm. the home. It's smart living for oh. me. Like, I want to go home. And, and the aircon is on before I step into my house. Okay. You know what I mean? The coffee machine is on before I wake up. You know, things like that. But you have to wake up to turn on the coffee machine. No, no, no. You can set it to turn on. Oh, schedule it. Schedule it to turn okay. on. And lighting is very important for me as well because I, I don't like down lights. I'm sensitive to lights. So, ambient. Ambient lighting. Yeah, smart living, smart organization. I can live with you. I will be that smart living. Before you wake up, I turn on first. Oh. Don't trust her, Jimmy. She will not okay. wake up I don't turn know on the lights for you. This trade-off. I don't know if this trade-off is acceptable no. for me. I think about it. Send okay. me a proposal. I right. think about it. Okay, balcony, smart living. What about you? For me, it's the interior. Like, ah. I'm okay with like manually getting out of the damn bed and turning oh. on the lights. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but I need my um, home's interior to be very cozy and comfortable. Cozy. Mm. No, it's very much like the set we are in right now. Okay. I like creamy colours, oh. pastel, sort of like shades. You deserve cream and pestles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh. If I had the sofa, five days done. Oh. <laughs> no, fair, fair. Fair, fair, fair. But yeah, she really deserves it, you know? So, aesthetics. Hazy is a soft girl. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, I so right. Here's the thing, Hazy. Okay. Since you mentioned that, right? When yeah. I was buying my first place, one of the first few things a friend told me was, you know, sometimes when you look at pictures, when you're going through these websites, right? It's very easy to get swayed by what it looks like inside. But when you're buying, you can do whatever you want to it after that. Correct. So this person said, don't get distracted by the interior. The exterior is the most important. The surrounding, Mm. the location, that's the most important because it could be beautiful. You get distracted, right? There are some places which are like really old and run down and then you think that, ah yeah, ugly. But like, don't ever get distracted by that because you can change it. The inside can change, the outside cannot change. Maybe you just have to pump in a bit more money for renovation, but that can be done. Correct. But you know what's the toughest part for me when I'm looking at houses? 
for me, this thing matters a lot to me, feng shui. Feng shui, as in the direction in which your house is Correct. Facing. And like in certain sectors, when I'm standing in the centre of the property, yeah. in certain sectors, it's not supposed to be facing, for example, the toilet, the rubbish chute, there shouldn't be any missing corners, oh. cannot be facing the hospital, oh. for example. You know how hard huh. it is to check all the boxes? And I told my feng shui master, I said, Master, I really cannot find a property like that. <laughs> you know what she asked me? What? Have you seen 50 properties? I said, I've got time to see 50 properties. Yeah. And she said, then don't tell me you haven't found the one. Oh. I'm like, yo, no. I got no time for this, man. So you roughly know like... Yeah, okay. kind of. So, so now I tell my property agent, like before you send me anything, just look through this list of criteria. Sometimes I, I do... not texted me back since. <laughs> oh, she's ghosting you. <laughs> Sometimes I do think it's luck as well. Right. You could have checked all the boxes, but when you move in, you realise that you have a neighbour that is super... Aww. So I will tell you a story about, you know, someone that I know. They just moved into a house and their downstairs neighbour is a feng shui master, a quite a famous one in Singapore, oh. with two noisy parrots that go <laughs> the whole day. <laughs> and like, the whole block can hear the parrots. Making noise on the balcony. But are they getting that, you know, uh, reminiscence of luck from the bear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if it works that way. If they are, yeah. it's a good trade-off, yeah. yeah, right? Sometimes yeah. it's luck, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So don't stay near a feng shui master. Oh. No, I have a friend yeah. whose neighbour is so paranoid. Paranoid? Like, I don't know. Her neighbour always thinks that her family is doing things to her. Oh. To the extent that her neighbour installed this CCTV right at the door. Just to spy on her and her family. It's so creepy. Oh, Azura has a neighbour from hell too. The one that you fight with. <laughs> verbally, verbally. Verbally, verbally. Oh! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I forgot about it for a second. Yeah, oh my she goodness, does, she yeah. does. But not okay. your direct neighbour, not like living yeah. next no, to you. No, um, like two floors up. Right. Two floors up. Okay, let me just condense this story really okay. quickly, right? So this fella enjoys pouring water down. Out of the window. Out of the window. Which I don't think is legal. It's not. <laughs> Sometimes it's not even plain water lah. I've smelled like vinegar before me. Yucks. Okay. Gross. So, Nasty. once, twice, three times, I can close one eye. Yeah. A few more times, especially my hand was out. Canary, right? Oh. oh. I was like, yo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you literally went, oi! Yes. Okay. I stick my head out and I'm like, yo! Okay, never mind. Fella, continue lah. So this is overtime. This is not all in one sitting. Fella still did it. So I stuck my head out again. I was like, I'm gonna come up and you're gonna come out. <laughs> Very scary. Yeah. Love Just a girlfriend like that. <laughs> Note to producers, I, I don't want to live with Azura anymore. <laughs> no, but I'll protect you. This is not smart living, Jamie. This is not yes, smart living. No. Okay. Stay That's tuned all. for our next episode, Neighbours from Hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. But okay. I'm a lovely neighbour. Hey, I think you, you should be like PDN. Mm. PDN says, I would love to live in a kampong-like house at a serene countryside surrounded hey, by peace and nature. Too, me too. See, suitable for me you, too, right? But we cannot be neighbours. Once I'm next door, you don't get your peace anymore. Right. Oh. Because she wants to stay with her chickens, <gasps> her husband, and uh, her kids. But yeah. no, she says because she stays in Singapore and kampongs are no longer a thing. So yeah. uh, now she's changed. Like her goal is a cute, nice place. About 1,500 square feet flat. Walking distance to public transport. Mm. Must be near parks, a polyclinic and also walkable distance to 
the MRT. Wow, ah, are these okay. things that people think very through? realistic? Yeah, especially wow. because she has a child. She needs yeah. to think, hey, if I'm going to be owning a, a home, where mm. will my child go to school around right. here? Because a lot of it is based on the radius mm. of your home. Yeah, and I've heard yeah. of so many couples who shifted places. Just like, for their kids to go to yes, a good school. Correct. Yes. One singer in Singapore, yeah. he used to stay in Bukit Panjang. The mm. next time I caught up with him, I said, like, oh, so you still stay in Bukit Panjang? He said, no, 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 I shifted some time back. I'm in a Paya Lebar now. I was like, what? They're very far apart. And say, yeah, because I wanted to send my kid to a school near that area. Oh, wow. Mm. And I was like, wow, the things you do no, for your kids. No, it's quite yeah. insane, you yeah. know, because I remember I went to this school, right? And then right next to my school, there was a condo. And my cousin had a unit there, but they were not in town. So they rented it out. And I keep worried. So I was like, oh, who's renting your place? And they're like, oh, um, Singaporean actually. And they rented it for like a couple of years just to get the kid into the school. Wow. wow. And I was like, oh. So I've noticed that in my social circle, those with kids, they, where they stay or where they own a home mm -hmm. is very much tied to their kids and Correct. what their kids need. Yeah. yeah. But what about couples who don't have kids? Like our PDL. Um, she PDL's says, house is so beautiful. nice. By the way, she owns this TikTok account, right? Talking yeah. about yes. her home renovation yeah, process. Interior design. Beautiful. Her house looks like this studio. It has, it has this curved ceiling with, with like um, the track lights in a curved ceiling, which she... Know specifically got a contractor to cut. Correct. Nice. Just to make it like, Correct. wow. So she says, my partner and I are both creatives who are not looking to have children anytime soon. With what we could afford at the moment, which is a four-room resale flat, we hacked away most of the walls to replicate the style of a bachelor's pet. Mm. Making full use of the space for our creative lifestyle yep. and having just one cosy master room. Aww. But... This is not a forever home for us. We're just happy to be able to own a space to grow um, into ourselves and build our lives independent from our families. Mm. Wow, she sell 100% buy, I tell you. Right. Yeah. It's a very beautiful space. It's and very nice. For the next buyer who buys this space, can save a lot on the renovation. That's true. So there are a lot of different sentiments. There are also, there's also a group of people that I know who, like Casey, um, rent a place, right? In the past, everyone used to stay with their parents until they could own a home. Right. But now a lot of the kids want to move out and rent their own places. Mm. And after renting for a while, right, then they think to themselves, why do I really want to own a home? Mm. I can just rent forever. Oh, but I don't agree with that. Mm. Like, mm. I feel like every month, my money is just sort of like going down the drain. It's yeah. depreciating. Correct. This money that is out is not going to come back. Yes. But say I own a home, this money will grow. But I guess this is how all Singaporeans think, which is why BTO is so hot, right? Mm. It's not that we're saying that we buy places to make money out of it. Correct. Yeah, but it just feels like, okay, In so when I rent, I pay and I don't ever see it again. Correct. But when I buy, I pay. Eventually, when I sell, even if I don't make a profit, for example, mm -hmm. I get that money back. Yeah, also, at least your capital back. When you rent, you are technically at the mercy of your landlord because you don't own the place. So mm. there are a lot of um, Singaporeans who face situations where landlord, landlord, hell. Yeah, landlord wants to kick them out, wants to raise the rent and this and that. And rental prices have been going up mm -hmm. astronomically high as well. Mm -hmm. So if you own a house, in a sense, you know, yes, you still have to pay your loan back, but you're not at the mercy of right. the landlord. I'm just thankful I have a very, very nice landlord. He is very nice. Yeah. He is very, very nice yeah. to me. So I'm, I'm so grateful yeah. for that. But I want to ask you girls a question though. Mm. Like, should we own a property in the future, like you're looking for a new property, right? And Jeremy, next time, if you mm. were to look for one, would you go for a new one or a resale one? It's very hard to get a new property. When I was in my previous relationship, 
we had tried for BTO as right. first time. Oh, and really? Yeah, and we failed. Thank goodness it was a blessing. Good I think HDB knew. They were like, this girl, I don't think they're going to end up married. So let's just fail her application. What? God doesn't give you what you want. God Thank gives you, you what you need. <laughs> what about you, Zura? You got oh, resale. I got a resale, yes, that's right. Because I didn't want to wait for a BTO, I eventually ended up buying resale, but a just MOP BTO. So it's still very mm. new. Mm. Mm. Mm, okay. okay, what about you, Hazy? I think brand new properties are just way too expensive. Mm. So I'm honestly opening up my, my possibilities and my options to resale condos as well. Resale condos. Yeah. yeah. Even if they're a bit older, I don't think I mind. Like mm. older condos are more spacious mm. and I can always pump in a bit more money to renovate it the way I like it. Yeah, which brings me to my next question. Just now we mentioned like our dream homes, right? A balcony, smart living, aesthetics. Do you think that given our current financial standing, we can afford that dream home that we want? I think after working, you know, obviously not being a freelancer and having a full-time job, right. um, I, I do think I have enough CPF to own at least an HDB. Mm -hmm. But would I choose to own one? You know, mm. and also I'm single, right? I'm not married mm -hmm. at the moment, right? I don't see a need for me to actively be seeking out mm. a home, mm. right? And as for condo, yeah, I haven't really quite considered. Right. Not on your list of priorities for Not now. Not really, yeah. But Zora, you mentioned you were looking for another property, right? Mm. What about you? Do you think given your current financial standing, it's like no problem for you? Mm. Not to say that it's not a problem, mm -hmm. but I just shop a little bit less, I guess. A little and bit only, yeah. I mean, now that I'm actively <laughs> mm -hmm. seeking it out, it feels like, okay, for this couple of years at least, because mm. I need that liquidity, I'm going to chill a little bit on the... Mm. It's not that I'm not shopping, it's not that I'm not travelling, mm -hmm. but when I can cut it down, I cut it down a little bit because I know I need like right. this pool of money. I mean, all of us work hard to enjoy life, right? What is money that is we work so hard to, to earn, Correct. but we don't get to spend it? Mm. Yeah, but I feel like for me... It's a bit different because I feel like I still have to work very, very hard to achieve that you dream. You work too hard already, Hazy. But you know, when it comes to finance, mm. you, I think I can do better in order to own that dream home that I want. I think it takes time, mm -hmm. obviously, right? You can't expect it to happen overnight. Yes, mm -hmm. and I think as long as you hit your milestones of working towards that eventual goal of owning a home, I think that's good enough. Right. Yeah. I know it seems like you want to rush into it because everyone is doing it. Mm. Correct. But I think do it at your own time. Yeah. Mm. Eventually, you will get there. Yeah. That's good advice for me and people listening to this episode yeah. of Hush. Just because someone mm. did it at 28, you know, people always say, oh, I was a millionaire at 28. Bought good my for own you. House. Good for you. <laughs> but not everyone, like, like, I've told you guys this story before, like, Bill Gates, all these old people, Okay, all these old billionaires, mm -hmm. they really only came into their money in their late 50s. Yeah. Mm. yeah so don't stress yourself out on mm -hmm. the timeline. Mm. But I do think in Singapore, we are very lucky that, you know, like, like I said, one of the highest home ownership rates, like right. 89%, mm. if I'm not wrong, in, oh, 20, wow. yeah, in 2022. Mm. And the reason for that is because of public housing, right? right? Because of the accessibility of public housing. Mm. But you need to know that we have to be fair to everyone. Yeah. yeah. We have to think about, hey, who do we have to take care of in society? Those in single-income families, right? We have to take care of all these um, groups in society when it comes right. to housing. Interesting how you mentioned that. Have you guys heard of the term social compact? Social, social compact. compact? Is it a new social media platform? Oh, yes. No. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I've heard of this term quite a few times okay. on the news. It actually means a shared understanding of how all of us in society relate to one another. So like what ah. you mentioned just now, Jimmy, um, some people buy properties just to sell and to make a profit. Mm. But are we thinking for people out there who, for example, single families, people who really yeah. need a space but Urgent cannot housing afford... housing needs. Yes, yeah, but cannot afford to get one, for example. So it's not so much just thinking about yourself and the individual, mm -hmm. but more of thinking on a community level, right? Yeah. Thinking for the rest of society. At the end of the day, like everything else, you can't cater to the needs of everyone. Yeah. You can't please everybody. Mm. There are always going to be groups of people who are not going to be happy. But I think it's been thought out in such a way that they need to prioritize, you know, the more vulnerable in society, for example. Yeah, for sure. Can I just share a quick story? So mm. I actually know someone. Um, at that time, maybe we were about early 20s. And uh, this person has, so there are three of them, uh, siblings in the family, mm -hmm. just one parent in the picture. So okay. they've always rented all their lives. Yeah. And then that parent passes. <gasps> oh. And they had to return that home. <sighs> and the three of them were homeless, essentially. Oh. And at that age, none of them were married. How old were they when that happened? 19 to oh, 25, like early yeah. 20s basically. Still not financially yeah. stable. Not financially stable, because not married. when you rent, buy. it's not an asset that you have. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Then what happened? They found their way around it. One rented, one okay. lived with someone. So they had to split up? They split up. Oh man. So yeah. I guess what you're saying is, you know, as a parent or if you intend to have kids in the future, mm -hmm. perhaps one of the goals you might want to work towards is mm -hmm. having owning a home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not just always about making profits, right? I yeah. think maybe it would help for us to shift our perspectives a bit. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's not easy to build mm. a, a public housing system that caters to everyone, mm. right? And you know how Singapore is so uh, culturally diverse. Yes. Mm. We want to also respect that in our mm. neighbourhoods. Mm. And that doesn't just drop out of the sky. It takes a lot of strategic planning for that mm. to happen. Mm. Have you guys heard of the Forward Singapore exercise? Tell me. Forward Singapore. Mm. So basically, this exercise encourages Singaporeans to think about their needs when they are buying their houses. I thought this exercise was a pretty good um, mm. food for thought. Yeah. Mm. Where it really reminded us to think about what do we really need when we buy a house? Like for mm. now, my ideal home is a two-bedroom plus study. I think mm. this is a suitable size for me mm. now that I'm single. But in the future, if a partner comes along, two of us can still fit nicely Correct. into that apartment. Yeah, I think firstly, you need to know what are your priorities. Is your priority like, for example, where your kid goes to school? Or is your priority that you're close to an MRT because you have mm. to take it to work? Mm -hmm. Or you want to live close to your parents? That should be your main guiding factor. Yeah. So. Let's discuss trade-offs yeah. and what matters most. Yeah. Um, mm. Some people prioritise living near their parents. Mm. I've heard of people who have broken up because one of them stays in the West, one of them stays in the East, but both wants to Bro. be with their parents. And oh. it's just so hard to come to a common consensus. Dude, this is Singapore. This is not like... This is not like what you're living in New York and Los Angeles. Exactly. Or, you know, it's like, come on. You, you can, can make sounds, it work. It sounds absurd, but the many conditions that come with it, what if both parents are sick? Oh. So both of them then want to be with their parents. 15 minutes, mate. <laughs> it's Singapore. That's, it's, it's, I mean, still fair. It's not like hours away. <laughs> <laughs> Tough, right? Mm. Okay, parents is one priority mm. for sure. Green spaces is ah. a priority to do, yes. right? I think it's also very important mm. to think about 
what is your financial capability, yeah. right? You know, sometimes mm. when you go shopping, right, and you think, I want to spend this amount of money, mm. and then you see something, it's hey, just a bit more expensive, and you're like, mm. ah, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's just a bit above my budget. Yeah. But that accumulates, and sometimes you then end up with something that is way out of the budget you set yourself initially. Correct. And you got to be very careful about this, because you may be able to afford it now. Mm. But let's say something happens, <gasps> will you still be able to pay for it? Ah, ah like COVID happened two years ago. Then mm. how? Mm. Businesses were affected, mm. income yeah. was affected, you might get retrenched, like things yeah. like that, right? Mm. You have to think of something within like a reasonable capability. Yeah. Right, and you can use something called the HDB calculator. Have you heard of it? Well, I always use... Where did <laughs> Wow! Where can I buy it? What? No, you just it's use it for free. It's on the HDB website. Hello, Hello. Smart Living! Oh. <laughs> oh! I thought HDB released their own calculator. <laughs> the actual calculator. Can... No! Okay. It's a calculator on the HDB website that you ah. can use so you can... Make more informed decisions. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. She can like find housing. I send you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Link, please. She needs it. She needs it. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know in Singapore the housing yes. landscape is definitely changing. Yeah. Um, HDB flats and people's aspirations are no longer quite the same as before. But uh, thankfully for us, Kanjong Spiders, the <laughs> government <laughs> recently announced at the National Day Rally the changes to the housing framework. Yes. yes. And this I think was we big need news. to talk about this. This yes. was big news, yeah. Right. Um, there's basically a new housing framework, mm -hmm. uh, which is the reclassification of different kinds of projects. Correct. So, to sum it up, the reclassification of public housing projects. Yes. Number one, we have the standard project. Standard. Standard is like what we know from before, okay? Standard, standard. Five uh, years MOP. Correct. Existing BTO rule supply. And then we also have the plus. Mm. This is for HDB flats at choicer locations. By choicer locations, I mean um, maybe slightly more central, slightly more prime, the yep. location. But it's going to be a longer MOP, minimum mm. occupancy period of mm. 10 years. But there will also be extra subsidies. So this is the plus. And then we also have the prime location housing model. Uh, this is the choices location, which means projects very close to city centre. I mean, of course, everybody wants to stay in city centre, right? It's so convenient to get to anywhere. Mm. I mean, if convenience me. is your priority. <laughs> yeah, she wants Not to be as far from... I think you moved to Malaysia. Enoch can still live on Ubin or not? Pulau Ubin. Ah. Got BTO in Pulau Ubin? No. Okay, guess Now cannot already. Sorry, too bad. You can live on a sampan, you want? I want to. Oh, but to all single Singaporeans, uh -huh. okay, single and ready to mingle, good news. Previously, they could only buy um, BTOs in non-mature estates, mm -hmm. but now they can buy two-room flexi-BTOs in all estates. They can also buy uh, in prime a prime flat two-room in the resale market. Oh, yeah. so before this, singles at 35 could buy BTOs but only in non-mature estates, right? That's right. And they could also buy in the open resale market, but that's, yeah. you know, sometimes a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. But now they can buy anywhere. And they are also open to prime locations. Previously, mm. no prime at all. Yeah, and mm. you can also buy a standard or plus flat of any size except the 3 Gen 1 in the mm. resale market. Yeah. So, yeah, more options for you to explore. Um, but for us, mm, we are so far away from 35 years old. How are? Uh? Not very far actually. How, uh? In the blink really? of an eye. We will still be mm. here doing harsh podcasts, I'm we sure. Will. I, I blinked twice and I'm literally still here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> will we still be fools? Fools. Uh. Mm. Fools. Fools. Uh. Mm. Remember we said yes. we want to do a podcast episode when one of us got pregnant and like gave <gasps> up. <laughs> then we're going to keep gosh. going for another 10, 20 years. Hey, oh my knows? god. Hey, who, who says? Eh? 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 No, 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 no. Oh, so that's not a food baby? 
yeah. I mean, who knows what will happen, right? right? Just mm. you just have to be informed, I think, about your choices. Mm-hmm. But keep up with the news sometimes, guys. Right. And if not, listen to Hush Podcast. We give you the news yeah, right here. Yeah, we hope that was concise enough, actually. I learned a lot yeah. today. Okay, one final fun question, okay, before okay, we move on to okay. our final takeaways. Yes. Would you girls rather A mm, mm. buy a plus flat that is very close to MRT? but with a 10-year MOP. Sure. Okay. Or B, a more expensive resale flat, the same distance from the MRT, with only a 5-year MOP. Or C, the last one, a less expensive standard flat that's maybe 10 minutes walk to the MRT instead of 5. I have a fear of commitment. I will go with 5 years. Ah, 10 okay. years gives me anxiety and I'm about to start sweating. Okay. Yes. So B is Jermaine's choice. Yes. Zura, what about you? I just had this conversation yesterday with yeah. a friend. So I said, I really like this area because the windows and the balcony overlooks a forest. Okay. But the area is a bit far out. Okay. So it's not the location that I want, but I said, I really like this unit. Okay. And then she said, but you don't take public. For me, I take public. And I would always think of how accessible is it for me to get to yeah. an MRT station. Uh-huh. Uh, for her, because she takes the public transport. Correct. Right. But you don't. I don't. Mm-mm. Correct. Yes. So it doesn't matter to you, actually. Correct. So mm. I wouldn't mind A or C, actually. Oh. Oh, okay. My choice would be C. Mm. Like a less expensive standard flat, but it's a bit more of a walk to the MRT. Because oh. I'm single and I'm driving, so that will not be an issue for me. True, but yeah. the amount of money that I pay for my flat mm. is of utmost importance at this um. point. Okay. Yeah, yeah so she also likes to walk. She has walked to my house before. Oh no, yeah. I really love walking, so I enjoy that extra five minutes. Yeah, she's the kind of friend that's like, oh, very close only can walk, then it's Correct. a 30 minute walk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <That's me. laughs> okay. Oh no, I think this episode was. Uh, was really, really educational. What's one thing you learned, girls? You have to be honest with yourself about what is within your means, mm. right? Everybody wants the best. Everybody wants to dream, dream big. But if you bite off more than you can chew, yeah. you'll be stuck with a lot of loans that you may not be able to repay in the future. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, we all want like a forever home. Mm. But I think it's important to remember as well that this is what I can afford at this age. Right. And... Maybe later on, you do a little bit better. You're more stable. Ten years down the road, mm-hmm. you can always re-look at it and re-plan. Right. It's not yeah. like an end-all or be-all, you know? True. So don't mm-hmm. look so far ahead. Just look at what mm-hmm. you need right now mm-hmm. and not you want ten mm-hmm. years from now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think this episode served as a stark reminder for me that housing policies in Singapore needs to look after all Singaporeans. Mm. I mean, it's very easy for us to be selfish and just think of ourselves. Like, hey, I want this property at this age. Why can't I get it? Mm. But... Everybody wants a certain property at a certain age. So how can we accommodate to everybody, especially those who are in need? Put it this way, Singapore didn't get to this stage by all of us just thinking about ourselves. Correct. Yeah. I agree. Wow. Oh, can I run for president? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My symbol... Sorry, close already. (laughs) Oh, okay. My symbol will be... (laughs) Can you use the hush logo? Yeah. My campaign tagline will be loud discussions, gentle voices. So I can't be in that campaign? 
Moving on. <laughs> okay, before we wrap up, we just want to thank the Ministry of Communications and Information, MCI, for supporting this episode. They got in touch with us to tell you more about Forward SG. Mm. So, uh, we have shared so much with you guys. We hope you took away something from this meaningful episode. Yes. I am very informed. Thank you very much. That's right. I learned about this whole new concept of what a social compact is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just apply to housing, right? But obviously today, that's what we were telling you about. And it gives you sort of like a new approach on, on skills. That's one uh, area of social impact, a new definition of success, a Mm -hmm. new approach for social support, a new way to care for our seniors in our Mm. aging population, and a new emphasis on collective responsibility when it comes to housing. Right. And if what we talked about sparked some interest, you can feel free to find out more at forwardsingapore.gov.sg. And don't forget to keep an eye out for the conclusion of the Forward Singapore exercise in the fourth quarter of 2023. Alright, with that, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. You can follow us on Instagram at itsclarity.co. That's right, you can listen to us on listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. We're also on YouTube. Don't forget to turn on your notifications. That's right, we're wearing our big girl clothes Whoa. today. A little girl boss moment, so make sure you check it out. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hush Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.